Today's gospel reading comes from John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? God's Word for God's People Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday for Easter. Oh, what a, what a very uh, blessing, unique blessing that I have to celebrate with you on this day, this conversation, looking back at our Easter sermon and having a chance to really talk about the blessings that we have because Easter is not a day. Easter is our everyday. Let's think about that for a moment because we already started preparing that idea through Lent. Through Lent, we had moments of celebration. Every Sunday was a moment to celebrate the resurrection. If you actually count down all the days, there are more than 40 days leading up to Easter. That's because every Sunday was a day to celebrate the resurrection. That's our practice. That is our spiritual practice as we come to worship. Every time that we come to worship, we celebrate the resurrection. So today I want to I hold this conversation with you because we already started preparing it through our Lenten practice. I want us to begin to look at Easter not as one day, not as a day that's 40 plus days after Ash Wednesday, not as a day that we have ham and, and so forth with our family out in the yard, and we have special games that we play with the kids on that day. I, I don't want us to celebrate Easter in that way. I want us to begin to contemplate what Easter means in the everyday. There's a thing that exists in the lives of human nature, and I see it. I, I even pray through it within myself. We begin to think about what we think is the golden years. And when we look at the golden years, we begin to apply fixed points that were huge moments in our lives. And when we look back at these fixed points, we we look back at them with ideas of such reverence and and joy, uh, we almost look at them through rose-colored glasses. And we don't look at the aches and the pains that even got us to those fixed points. We only look at the fixed point of celebration. And sometimes we look at it with such reverence and, and, and rose-colored glasses that n- nothing has the ability to come close to it. And we begin to become so focused on this, on this good old days uh, fixed point in the past that we forget to look at the reality that these moments are happening in the current time and preparing us for a better future. That's, that's, that's the conversation I'd like to have with you today. There is two days in, in our Christian calendar that I visually see individuals. Um, have a more caring shift in their lives. 
within the grander spectrum of even the secular world, one of those places is Christmas. And I see a difference in individuals at the time of Christmas. Well, I see people more willing to care for others, to reach out for others, really begin to think outside of themselves and gifting to others because there is something about Christmas that shifts people's hearts and and their hearts, much like the Grinch, grow three sizes larger and they become more aware. You know, one of the things that I, I strongly see is there's more of a willingness to be in the soup kitchens, to take clothing to the homeless shelters and so much between Thanksgiving and Christmas because there's something about that time of year that shifts the point, the focus. There is this fixed point holiday that challenges us to start to think, and that's a great thing. I also see it in Easter, and in Easter, this is more in our our religious practice than something that stretch, stretches out into the secular world. I, I see within faith communities, within every worship community that I've had the blessing to work with, all the way back to Lone Oak Baptist Church in Axton, Virginia, all the way here to North Coast United Methodist Church in Oceanside, California. There's something about Easter that challenges us who, who, who truly have a deep-rooted faith focus to work harder. That starts at Lent, and it's our willingness to, to give up the Ben and Jerry's for 40 days. And it's our willingness to start to look at this, this faith movement of progression of Jesus Christ's footsteps to begin to have a greater understanding of who Christ was, so that we can have a greater understanding of what it means to be the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. And we have this fixed point, this fixed moment, that challenges us to work and try harder. These fixed points. Here's what I want to propose to you today. We are watching this video two days after Easter, and we're beginning to shift into a narrative that we're going to see Jesus Christ go through and do some last-minute teaching in the Scripture before he ascends into heaven on the day of ascension. And I want us to talk about that. I want us to talk about the everyday. Jesus re reappearing but still being present in the everyday. I want us to talk about the day of Pentecost. I want us to talk about the time that Christ has to ascend in the heaven on the day of ascension, and then the Holy Spirit floods the earth on Pentecost and, and the birthday of the church and what it means to not just have these fixed point focuses on, on what faith means, but realizing that we are people of the resurrection and we live in moments of the resurrection every day. We live as people of the resurrection every day. Let's hold this. Now, I want to present some narratives to you of fixed point faith. And, and I realize that 
as as I walk this tightrope and I go back to YouTube and I read the comment sections later, I may accidentally step on some toes and, and I don't mean to. But I want to give some ideas of, of fixed point faith that we have beautiful moments that we desire to go back to. But within our desire of going back to it, we forget, one, to look at how the Holy Spirit is moving with us on this day as we are people of the resurrection. And Easter is not a fixed point, but Easter is everyday living. And what it means to be able to find the resurrection and realizing that we we can have more than one personal resurrection experience that can set us free and help us to go out and joyfully serve as the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. So, here we go. And this is a narrative of my lifetime, and this is the narrative of what, you know what, I'll, I'll, here we go. I will use my personal narrative, and then that way, if there's any comments that I'm talking about as a, a certain group of people, certain denominations or whatnot, I'm not. From this moment forward, please hear these words. I am talking about Michael Drew Davis. Let's talk about a fixed point within our faith that becomes so focused on a fixed point that we forget to look for that in the everyday and we forget to look how to share that in the everyday. I will share with you that within my life, I remember the day that as a 14-year-old teenager standing in the sanctuary of Cornerstone Baptist Church in Collinsville, Virginia, I walked down the aisle, I went and shook the hand with the Reverend Dr. Ken Martin. And I said to Reverend Dr. Martin, I want Jesus Christ to be mine. I want Jesus Christ to be mine. That was a very special day for me. Because on that day, and I'm going to use our Wesleyan language real quick, that was my first true interaction with justifying grace. It was my moment that I had the chance to say, to vocalize, I know, I know that Jesus Christ has, has done this magnificent thing in my life. I know that Jesus Christ has done this magnificent event. He died for my sins. And I want to be connected to that. I want to intentionally reach back to the God who's reaching out to me. And participate with this action. So that's a fixed point event in my life. And when I have moments that I'm having a hard time in the present, I go back to that fixed point and I think about the freedom that I felt that day saying, Jesus Christ is real to me. I think about the freedom in that. But here's, here's a Here's a worrisome conundrum that I have caught myself, again, not talking about a blanket people, I'm not talking about blanket denominations, I'm not talking about blanket spiritual practices, I am sharing with you my journey. 
I have found moments in my life that I have been miserable and sad because after that fixed point, I became so attached to that fixed point. Saying on that day, that's the day that I confessed with my mouth and believed in my heart the Lord Jesus as the Apostle Paul shared. That was the day. And if I lived in that fixed moment, and at times in my life I did, there were times that I lived within that assurance of salvation that I forgot to live with it, to breathe with it, to move with it. I thought about this place where? Cornstone Baptist Church, 14 years old. Dr. Ken Martin, confessing that Jesus Christ is my Savior and having that assurance of eternal salvation because of that, I forgot that there is a next thing. There is a responsibility to live with that reality, to become a person who daily celebrates the freedom that comes from the actions of Jesus Christ, to daily find places of justifying grace, and to live within the reality, the reality that I can experience daily resurrections. And not just say, well, today was a terrible day, but at least I'm going to heaven sometime. I want us to think about that because I've seen that. I've been that person. I have been the miserable Christian at times, but within that miserable Christian, I have forgotten there's really is joy and newness and celebration that comes because I can live happily and joyfully within daily resurrections. Let's think about it. Let's go all the way back to the Easter event, and the Easter reality, and talk about if we truly made Easter a fixed point, and if we truly made the actions of, the, of Jesus Christ conquering sin and death a fixed point. If it was a fixed point, it would only have been for those who were there to witness the event. And the Easter miracle would have only transformed the lives of the individuals who were there to see it and experience it. We don't have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John writing the Gospels. We don't have the Apostle Paul going to Corinth, Philippi, and mentoring Titus, being this interactive leader. We don't have that movement, and if we don't have that movement, we don't have Constantine being affected by the Christian faith, and we don't get to practice and experience the freedom and the joy that we have today if Easter was just the fixed point. It becomes the important necessity of realizing and celebrating that Easter isn't a day. Easter is every day. It becomes the importance and the necessity of realizing that Easter is not this fixed 
historical point that is locked in one space and time. But Easter is the everyday of living within moments of justifying grace, intentionally interacting with Jesus Christ in such a way that we find freedom, we find renewal, and we have that joy every day. Not just as a 14-year-old teenager walking down the aisle of Cornerstone Baptist Church to the Reverend Dr. Tim Martin, but the blessing of living in these daily moments of justifying grace that we are renewed by it every day. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we live outside of this as a fixed point and we start to find that we are truly people of the resurrection and we live and we celebrate and we grow through the resurrection every single day, what happens? Well, we see it in the life of the disciples. We see it as Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John writing their events for us to still read today. We see it in the Apostle Paul going to Philippi and Corinth and Rome and Ephesus and being the voice of the new way. We see it in transformed lives around us. We see it as people who experience the newness of freedom and salvation, that they loved it so much in their lives that they shared it with us. And whether it was our grandparents dragging us to church or our parents dragging us to church or uh, our best friend dragging us to church, we got to find that place too because it was so real. It wasn't a fixed point for another person. But it was the living, breathing every day for another person that they wanted to share it and give it to us and give us renewal and hope and joy in the every day. I want us to think about that because I see it. I see it across the board. I've seen it in every worship center that I've ever participated in. I see it in, in some dear friends' lives. That life is locked in this fixed point, but it's not expanded in the freedom of knowing that fixed point is an everyday. An everyday freedom. An everyday newness. I want you to feel that joy. I don't want you to rest in the laurels that one day, again using my narrative, as a 14-year-old kid, you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart the Lord Jesus. Because if you believeth in your heart and profess with your mouth salvation, you will be saved. I don't want us to be that fixed point person where we can say, well, I did that. Now I just got to suffer through it until I get to the prize. That's, what is that? Our lives are built on the actions of justifying grace as we realize that daily Jesus Christ is reaching out for us. That daily 
we have the opportunities to reach back, that daily we can have our resurrection experiences, that Easter is not a holiday, Easter is not a day, Easter is every day. It's my prayer that we find it all, that we celebrate it all, and that we move in such a way that we grow, we become these beacons of light, and we shine that light in the darkness of other dear friends who need to learn of the availability of daily Easter's. Hold on to those things. Thank you for letting me kind of process these thoughts out with you today. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. He is risen. He is risen indeed every day of our lives. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.